Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. And today I'm going to come in like an absolute wrecking ball and <laughs> explain to you all why exercise is the least important component when it comes to fat loss. Um, I'm probably going to dispel quite a few myths here today um, because over the years as a personal trainer and as an online coach now, coaching as a nutritionist, for years women came in to me when even when I was a personal trainer in the early days and the, the, the first goal was to drop weight. So their first instinct was have to be exercised, have to lose weight must run, have to lose weight, must go to the PT, have to lose weight, must go to as many exercise classes as I possibly can because that's how I'll drop weight. Wrong. Uh-uh. It's not. It's not. It is the least effective. And here today, what I want to do is I want to go through the, the most important thing when it comes to fat loss and, and how your daily calories is made up and how your daily calories are burned, expanded. So, Let's get cracking. And just to let you all know that we are now, this podcast has been recorded. We are fourth week into our online bootcamp. A few bookings ready for the summer one. Um, after April, on the 24th of April, we're launching our summer, our spring summer program for our online bootcamp. And it is probably one of the busiest ones of the year. So if you're interested, get booking on it now. The booking line is open. We will email you through all your fat loss manuals and everything to get cracking, get a wee um, head start and everybody else before we actually get starting the program live on the 24th. But anyhow, and again, all these, um, <laughs> the principles that I'm going to talk about today are very much at the forefront of the program as well in terms of your nutrition and your progress and your results ultimately because, you know, bottom line is when people come on my programs, I want to get the results. I want you guys to get the money, the results that you, you pay for. So um, as an evidence-based evidence practitioner today, I want to touch on things that it's probably going to blow your mind a wee bit. Um, and we're going to start off with the most important, you know, in terms of your body and how many calories you burn in a day, 70% of the calories you burn in a day is via what's called your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. Now, these are terms you might have heard bandied about before, but in simple terms, what your BMR is, is the calories you burn at rest. Uh, yep, that's right. Just lying on your bum, doing absolutely nothing. So 70%, I'll say it again, 70% of the calories you burn are at rest, doing nothing at all. So I think it's important at this stage to say at the outset, that doesn't mean you have to be a lazy so-and-so and line your ass all day and do frig all. Um, it's just the facts. That's just the way it is. So if your um, maintenance calories are 2,000 a day, 70% of those are burnt. Just lying, just, just doing absolutely nothing at all. Now, you're probably asking, well, how many calories does exercise burn? Where does it fit in? So... In terms of that sort of, if you can imagine a, a block of flats and there's 10 floors, um, you know, 70%, seven of those floors are responsible for your calories been burned in a day. Do you know how many is responsible for exercise? Less than 5%. So less than 5% of your calories in a day is burned via exercise. And that's how little an impact it has. So you know, you see women wrecking their heads, running to gym, spending a complete fortune on PTs, only 
they're not making protein. And, and you probably find, you you know, think back yourself on, you know, the amount of exercise you've done in the past. And I remember years ago, training morning and night, maybe training twice a day, sometimes when I was in an effort to maybe, you know, drop some weight or drop some fat of my body. I would have been doing double sessions. I might have been doing a strength session in the morning and a cardio session in the evening, you know, and I might have been doing that four or five days a week. Apart from the fact that it's exhausting, and apart from the fact it's the least effective way, if I hadn't known that then, it also puts massive stress on your body and can lead to long-term injury. You know, and I look back now and I think, God, what a fool I was. I was, And I look at other women and they're, you know, they're going like blue arse flies to the gym and to PTs and doing all these mental, you know, cardio sessions, thinking that they're, you know, that they're, they're burning, they're torching calories when in fact they aren't. And the reality is as well, and I've heard, you know, a client had said to me on the online boot camp there in a Q&A, we do have Q&A on a Friday night at seven o'clock. And she says, you know, I'm doing five sessions a week and I'm doing your strength sessions during the day and I'm going to a spin class and I'm burning 500 calories every spin class. And I went, oh, 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 wait, wait, just just hold up, just back up right there. So how do you know you're burning 500 calories? And she says, well, through my Fitbit. And I'm going, right, okay. Well, first of all, just to let you know, the Fitbit and, and, and your watches are completely inaccurate. Now, by what variation? I'm not 100% sure, but don't hang your hat on the calories you're burning on your watch or your Fitbit. Number two, the calories you burn in any training session on your first week will always be the maximum amount of calories. As you, for instance, if you were attending a spin class um, and you started out doing one spin class a week and you were very consistent with your spin classes. So say, for instance, you burned 400 calories in your first spin class. Um, when I do a spin class, my my watch tells me I burn something like 550 calories, which is quite a crap. There's not a freaking chance in hell I'm burning 550 calories, despite the fact I'm coming out and I'm purple and there's there's sweat around my bike. I know I'm not burning 550 calories in a 45 minute spin class. Um, so you burn that amount of calories in your first session as week two and week three and week four and week five. If you're a consistent attender, that same exercise class, your body adapts, your metabolic rate adapts and you become more efficient at doing the same class. So if you're pretty much there or thereabouts expending the same amount of energy, you're not busting yourself, you're not increasing your resistance, you're not going at it for a longer period of time, you're not doing more hills you're probably burning less calories each week as you attend that class because your body gets more efficient at doing the same job. It adapts easier and the job becomes much easier. You become fitter and stronger. So that week one track, <laughs> that drops every week, but your Fitbit will show you the same amount of calories burned every week. It doesn't take into consideration that adaptation. So there's another curveball thrown at you. So yes, you know, we do a, I, I would do five strength sessions a week. Um, and I might, I would be lucky. And I mean, we go at it, like on our online bootcamp, we do four strength sessions a week and we do a cardio high intensity interval session on a Friday. And not in a million years would I ever hang my hat on the calories that I burn in that. I do that for health. I do that for strength. I do that for body composition and to help, you know, stay strong and maintain my lean body mass, but never in a million years would I do it. Now that I know what I know, I would never do it for um, for fat burning or for fat loss um, because I know how inefficient and ineffective it is. So I want you to start understanding the least a little, you know, for instance, like I, I 
check for just out of curiosity, I put my on my Apple Watch, I put on the strength training um exercise mode on it there one day. Now I do a half an hour strength. We do a huge amount of volume in that. You'd be literally out of breath because we're doing large compound exercises. And I think I burned 150 calories. Now the reality is I probably burned 100 calories, you know, on one session. And I went home and I had a protein yogurt at 140 calories and a banana at probably 150 calories. So whilst I burnt 100, 100, and, uh, 100 calories in that session, I went home and had a banana at 150 calories. So, you know, that's one banana. I haven't even burned off the calories in the banana when you, you know, when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it. So it's time to get real and understand how little calories in the bigger scheme of things during the week, you know, that your exercise session burns off. I was explaining to a client the other day, you know, she's on 1800 calories a day. And, um, you know, she thinks that she's God almighty because she's doing a couple of strength sessions a week and she swears to almighty that she's, that the fat should be dropping over. You know, she thinks that the weight should be dropping off her every day. <laughs> and when I explained there, you know, you're, 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 your yoga session burns very little calories. You know, you might burn 70, 60, 70 calories. If you go home and eat a large apple, you've wiped out your calories. In fact, you're actually up in calories. You've, you know, that's how little calories you're burning off. So it's time to get real and understand. And please, if anything, exercise for health, exercise for strength, exercise for improved bone mineral density, exercise to improve your lean muscle tissue and your metabolic rate as you get older. But do not, and insulin resistance as well, your body's ability to utilize insulin and sugar. But please don't be a busy fool and be exercising and killing yourself and going out there to, um, to exercise for fat loss because you're putting the cart before the horse. You know, no two ways about that. So, and that big block of flats of 10 floors, here we, what's called EAT, exercise activity thermogenesis, is literally burning off less than 5% of those calories. Um, and the next one then, which is a big shocker for a lot of people, is your thermic effect of feeding, TEF. A lot of people don't know what TEF is. Thermic effect of feeding is the calories that you burn just digesting certain types of foods. Now, all foods are made up of a protein, fat, or carbohydrates. So where you get the greatest thermic burn or calorie output or calorie burn expenditure is on proteins. Now, fats, dietary fats, for instance, is really easy to process and has very little thermic effect. You know, the same with carbs. It wouldn't have that same thermic effect as opposed to proteins. So let me give you an example here just to make it more understandable for you. I was talking there about exercise and doing a strength session. And I explained this to a client um, on my online, my one-to-one -one VIP clients. I explained to her last week, we're trying to get her to eat more protein in her diet in order to improve the thermic effect of feeding. We're looking at this wee toolkit, as I always call it, a nice wee toolkit. Let's, let's use some of these wee tools to improve our fat loss without absolutely starving and killing ourselves with exercise. So I said, look, let's try and increase protein. Why, she asked. I said, well, number one, protein will increase your satiety. It will help you keep fuller for longer. It switches on your satiety hormones. It helps regulate your blood glucose levels so you don't get them insane sugar cravings. But also the little secret sauce that nobody knows about is that you burn off 30% of the calories just digesting that protein. 
So as I said earlier, there in that one strength session, I might burn off 100 calories. If I was to go out this evening and have a lovely, say I was having a lovely fillet steak or sirloin steak and it was 800 calories, I'm going to burn off 240 calories just digesting the steak alone. That's two and a half strength sessions worth of calorie burn when you put it into perspective. And nobody realizes that, you know, um, as I said to this client, you know, you walked three miles today. If you walked three miles today and you upped your protein intake, you would have burned another 240 calories just digesting the protein, the same calories as your as your walk. And I think she was shocked. And I and I hope that you understand the importance then, not just of eating protein as a, an essential macronutrient in your diet, but also that secret weapon when it comes to calorie output and calorie expenditure. Um, I think I burn an average of 80 calories per mile that I walk. You know, you keep keep walking, but you're you're getting that extra energy and that calorie burn. They just digest on the protein that nobody knows about. And a lot of the research will say, tell us um, that, yes, those who have a higher protein diet have a greater fat loss results. And it just makes the whole dieting process a whole lot easier. But just in case you didn't know that, that's why your thermic effect of feeding is actually what I just check. It's actually 10% of your calories burned. So if you think back to that 10 story building, 10% is just calories burned and digesting protein. You know, it's insane when you think of it. So we're BMR 70, exercise less than five and thermic effect of feeding 10. So that leaves us to our final one. And you probably hear me banging on about this is called NEAT. NEAT is just a fancy word for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Big fancy words. Just the exercise of the calories you burn, just literally moving around every day. So that when you put your foot out of bed in the morning, do you put it back into bed at night? That time in between, moving around, getting up, going into the bathroom, brushing your teeth, going downstairs, pottering about the house, getting into your car, driving to work, driving from that, getting out of the car, walking to the office, walking around the office, getting up, getting down, fidgeting, moving around. That's your neat activity. And it also includes your steps. Now, Research is so, we, we, I think unless you've been living under a rock, you'll now realize that the importance of neat activity and fat loss is, it's fundamental, it's paramount. You know, your neat activity now accounts for 15% of your overall energy output in a day. So let's put it into perspective and let's talk in real terms here. So you are, I'm doing that one or half hour strength session and I'm burning hundred calories and I walk a mile and I burn 80 calories. Okay. So if you're walking, if you're doing say 10,000 steps a day, which is roughly about five mile, you know, that's 400 calories a day. <laughs> that's 400 calories a day. You're burning, just moving 10,000 steps. That is the equivalent of me going to the gym, doing four strength workouts. So I hope that puts that into perspective for you. Don't ever underestimate the importance of that general movement. Now, think back to the pandemic, and I think we created the perfect storm for fat gain during the pandemic, because any of you guys who are listening to this, who work in an office environment, and you're used to getting up in the morning, driving to work, and then parking your car, walking from the car park to the office, walking around the office, heading out at lunchtime, maybe walking out to get a sandwich, coming back into the office, doing all that walking around, up and down stairs possibly, and back into your car in the evening, back into the house, and all those steps. Number one, they stopped, okay? 
Number two, you're at home. Steps have decreased. Plus, you're within touch and distance to the kitchen cupboards and all the, the snacks. So your calorie and in, your calorie intake would have increased and your calorie output would have decreased. So we created and just created the perfect storm for fat gain that a lot of women still haven't recovered from. Um, and still, you know, have so many clients who still haven't lost the weight that they gained during the pandemic. But a big thing was the lack of neat activity. So that everyday movement. Now, unless you were one of the people who went out and took it upon themselves to create a daily habit of walking 10,000 steps, you're probably sitting in a worse position today. Now, again, no one of these things in isolation is a secret ingredient to fat loss or fat gain. But what I would say about NEAT is that it should be an integral part of your everyday life now and forevermore, amen. And for me, NEAT activity and exercise is more about managing your weight. Like as somebody who's been managing, like I don't diet rarely, on the rare occasion I would decide, right, I'm going to drop a half a stone, 10 pounds here. But for me, exercise, particularly the walking, is more for weight management and for my mental health, just to get out in the bloody fresh air, get my head showered for an hour and, you know, just get those steps. And it's also a brilliant time to habit stack, you know, where you're creating one good habit and then stacking another one on top of it. And the other one on top of it could be listening to this podcast. You could be out listening to me right now. It could be, you know, listen to some form of meditation. It could be listening to your favorite music. Maybe you're just listening to all the lovely sounds in nature, the birds singing, the cows moon in the fields, you know, the birds chirping. It's, 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 you know, it's your time. It's really important for your physical and mental health to ensure that that neat activity, you know, it's apart from your BMR, it is your greatest calorie energy energy expenditure. Um, so yeah, if you're not doing it, you should be doing it. You know, I have great trouble even getting, and when I'm coaching one-to-one clients, like for instance, I had a client started last week who's doing zero steps. Like she's doing less than maybe a thousand and a half every day. She works from home, quite overweight, and she nearly had a shit attack when I told her, you know, yeah, we want to work up to 10,000 steps. You know, this woman has never exercised in her life consistently. She's never done any more than 5,000 steps. And when I'm telling her this is basic fundamental stuff that she needs to do now and forever. And when she's managing her weight, she still needs to do this. You know, we seem to think that when we get to the weight that we want to get to, that we don't have to do those things anymore. And what I explained to ladies, especially who's losing fat and especially who are obese and overweight, you can never, ever eat the same amount of calories ever again whilst you're dropping your fat and whilst you're trying to maintain your new weight that is gone period finito over get over it grieve it (laughs) sit down wrap your head around it because that's the reality of it and one of those key ingredients in order to maintain that new weight is your neat activity and I use neat in many ways when I'm coaching clients even and in fact, two key things that I use is NEAT and TEF. You know, there's weeks that clients might stall, their weight loss might stall. They might be coming to their, their, what's called metabolic adaptation. So they're losing weight and they're losing weight. And sometimes what happens is when you drop weight, you tend to move less. Or if you're in a low calorie deficit, your NEAT activity tends to drop because your energy, your body, you're getting lower in energy and you're less likely to move. So what I do is I up their neat activity and I increase their protein intake. And that alone, like I have a client at the moment 
and we are now almost three stone down. And I think the only adjustments I made in her six month program was to upper night, maybe by a thousand, two thousand steps a day. I think she might only be up in twelve and a half thousand steps now and increase her protein intake. I've never really had to look at tweaking her calories. And I'm always reluctant to tweak anybody's calories or bring them down. I love dieting clients on as much food, as many calories as possible. But increasing that TAF, increasing that calorie burn through protein intake, and increasing that neat, even if it means, you know, parking your car maybe a half a mile away from your office every day. That's enough. If you're doing that five days a week, that's a massive. You're probably thinking it's not enough. It's not enough. But it's like everything else. It's like compound interest. It builds and builds and builds. And it potentially could be an extra two and a half thousand steps a day. And if you're doing that seven days a week, you know, every week of the month, every month of the year, that will have an impact. So those two simple things, whilst one thinks it's not enough, it absolutely is. And as I said before, not all of these work in isolation. You've got to bring them all together. BMR is fundamental. It is what it is. Um, everybody has the same basal, basal metabolic rates unless you have a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, whereby you have a, what's called a deranged metabolism. And sometimes the metabolic rate can be 20 to 40% lower than your standard average healthy female. So that's the only instance where somebody's BMR might be lower than 70%. But every other healthy female, um, and again, the principles apply to everybody, you know, that these four areas, your your NEAT, your TEF and your EAT, um, EAT being the lowest, you know, when, when clients are dieting, they always, always focus on nutrition first. And we look at the lifestyle changes in and around that, you know, maybe that wee bit of walking, you know, maybe that wee bit of, instead of sitting down in the evening, maybe walking around the garden, even walking around your garden, um, you know, even getting on YouTube and doing a, I think there's some guy called Move With Rick. Um, if you're not that fit and you're not that mobile and you're, you know, you're, you're worried about maybe we're stretching at first, there are really simple ways to increase that neat activity. Up your protein, a protein with every meal, make it your priority, make it 40% of your calorie intake in the day. And again, you're getting that wee extra secret sauce and that wee extra calorie burn that nobody really knew existed. A lot of people still don't know. And we're still sort of defaulting back to the old style slimming world, carb central, eat as many carbs as you can um, and as much fruit and as many vegetables or as much, much pasta and rice, you know, and you might get a slice of ham, processed ham at lunchtime and a sandwich and a wee bit of chicken in the evening um, and then women wonder why they're feckin' starving all the time so yeah I think that about wraps it up guys um, I will be back on next week again we're going to run these every 10 days I know I keep saying this and I've been really really crap with recording podcasts so Apologies, but I have a couple of really, really nice guests lined up for you all in the next few weeks. Remember, 6-1 plan, 10-day kickstart, 7-day jumpstart if you want something low cost to download and get started. These are guided, guided diet plans. They're set out. Um, if you like that structure, if you like being told what to eat, all well and good. Just remember, you can't do that forever. <laughs> if you get to the point where you think, right, you're on your seven day kickstart and you want to go out for lunch. How do I do that? Oh, Christ, I want to go out at the weekend. How do I manage my weight loss? You got to come on and join us in our seven day or 21 or 
sorry, our six-week online bootcamp. It's that's the one-stop shop. We've got everything in there. You know, I do guided workouts every week, online resistance workouts, cardio workouts. We have a team of dietitians, nutritionists, personal trainers who'll help you get to the goal that you want. Whether you're a vegan, vegetarian, whether you're a meat eater, whether your goal is fat loss, whether your goal is maintenance, whether your goal is getting stronger, more toned, more defined, and you know, muscle gain, it's all in this program. It's £199 for six weeks. It'll be the best 30-odd quid you'll ever spend in your life. And then if you think that you're a lost cause completely and you want me to be your coach and handhold you, then you come on my VIP one-to-one coaching program. It's the ultimate top premium level service that I offer. And we are have a 100% record on that, or I have 100% record in getting my clients' results because that's what I like to do and that's what they pay me for. And again, it's a one-stop shop, but I'm your personal nutritionist and I am your PT and you have access to me 24-7. So um, if that's something you feel you need, guys, reach out. You know where I am. I really appreciate you all listening. Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting to you on the next podcast.